Hello, I'm Eric Nance, and you are listening to episode 24 of the Our Weekly Highlights podcast. Today, we are covering the highlights for issue 2021-W04, released on January 25th, 2021. This week's issue was curated by Colin Fay, with help from the Our Weekly team members and contributors. If you were able to listen to episode 20 of this Highlights podcast, you heard about some of the big improvements coming to the R Markdown ecosystem in 2021. We lead off this episode's highlights of one of the biggest updates, and that is the substantial Blogdown version 1.0, which is now available on CRAN. There is a lot to unpack in this milestone release, and the R Markdown team of Allison Hill, Christoph Dever, and Iway Down himself, Iway Sia, have stayed true to form with this jam-packed post with the major new features and enhancements on the RStudio blog. As someone who has been diligently following Blogdown since its initial release, it's amazing to see how far the package has come. The newest enhancement that is likely to get a lot of attention is a much requested feature to bring a very common R Markdown productivity workflow to Blogdown. If you have utilized the RStudio IDE with R Markdown, the Knit button has historically compiled any R Markdown file and rendered the view immediately after compilation. Until this release, compiling specific R Markdown pages in a Blogdown site using this familiar operation did not lead to expected results and became a learning block for more than a handful of users just getting started with how Blogdown works. Well, in version 1.0, that button actually does what one would expect and will by default kick off the interactive viewer of the entire site after the post is compiled, which hopefully eases the onboarding of learning Blogdown. Along those lines of a smoother user experience, Blogdown is quite unique in the R Markdown ecosystem with its tight coupling with the Hugo static site generator and the various configurations needed to assemble the site files, deployment details, and specific theme settings. It can be easy to miss a key step here or there. Now in version 1.0, you have access to a family of checking functions ranging from how Hugo itself is installed to verifying the integrity of the various YAML configuration files. Blogdown is also well positioned to take advantage of new capabilities in Hugo itself, such as page bundles, so you don't always have to throw image files or other static asset files in the static subdirectory all of the time. The release notes in GitHub contain the entire list of updates, including some features that might fly under the radar, like being able to define which files are open automatically when accessing a Blogdown project in our studio. I could spend another entire episode on how Blogdown has transformed my workflow, but I will have links in the supplements section of this episode's show notes with my more detailed perspective on moving to Blogdown for my very own podcast site and a link to my conversation with Ihui about the development side of Blogdown from its early days on episode 24 of my other venture, the R Podcast. Staying with the R Markdown ecosystem, 
One of the design principles that was instilled since the initial rollout of our markdown itself was the ability for anyone with the initiative to create custom output formats as templates and even full-fledged R packages. Web-based formats, like the typical HTML report, offer amazing integrations with dynamic widgets to go beyond a typical summary or visualization in a static fashion, such as embedding table summaries via the DT package or visualizations via Plotly. But it is hard to escape the necessity of producing static versions of these same reports. Introducing what might be thought of as a virtual tug-of-war between creating a document that treats interactivity as best-in-class versus the best-printed layout. At the 2019 RStudio Conf, Ihue once again amazed the standing room audience by introducing the page-down package that lets you generate a polished PDF output based entirely in R Markdown and leverages the paged.js JavaScript library to assist with the styling of the printed content without any need to dive into details like LaTeX. Anytime CSS or JavaScript are utilized for such packages, the possibilities are almost endless for the experts in these frameworks. But what about those who aren't quite at that level yet want to customize a handful of attributes? David Keyes, founder of the consulting and training company called R for the Rest of Us, tackled this issue with page down expert Thomas Vurlant with the fruits of their collaboration being the new paged report package for our second highlight today. Inside the tin, so to speak, this package comes with three professional-looking PDF report templates with stylized title pages and content layouts, but with customizations available, like new logos, cover images, default colors, fonts, and more without needing the right verbatim CSS or JavaScript code. If you would like to see what is possible, we will have a link in the supplement section of this episode's show notes to an issue on the package's GitHub repository with various examples, including a really neat theme reminiscent of newspapers from the mid-20th century. Wrapping up our highlights for today. In recent months, we've seen projects in the R community engage positively with their users by establishing clear and welcoming instructions for supplying feature requests or bug reports, and additionally how to begin contributing to their projects. For some projects, the idea of contributing may be to simply enhance user-facing documentation, while others provide multiple opportunities across code enhancements or outreach. Back in episode 9 of the Highlights podcast, we learned of a new effort from the highly regarded R OpenSci project on a new contributor's guide targeted to contributors with different interests and experience levels. In a recent post on the R OpenSci blog, Stephanie Butlin and Steffi Lazert shared the updated R OpenSci community contributing guide authored with the book down package and freely available on the web as well as the Zenodo open publication platform. The attention to detail and practical advice is apparent from the opening overviews of our open size mission and community overview. 
But one particular section that deserves high praise is a chapter entitled, What Brings You Here? Recognizing the unique motivations and goals of contributors, this particular chapter gives an intuitive roadmap to guide the reader to relevant sections of the rest of the guide based on their aspirations. Whether they are looking for the best package or resource available to fit their needs, whether they want to connect with the community more in depth, learning about best practices and software development, building maybe the next set of great tools, or helping others in the community. It takes a great deal of foresight to not only recognize these different personas of a contributor, but also to point them in the right direction to maximize their potential for contributing to the project. Perhaps other open source projects and communities will be inspired to carve their own paths to success both inside and outside of their source code. And those are your R Weekly highlights for today. Rest assured, you'll find an abundance of inspiring developments and showcases of R in the real world, such as a new attachment package to discover dependencies in your R scripts automatically, big updates to the Julia call package for interfacing R to Julia, creating your own personalized street map, and much more. And speaking of contributions, the R Weekly Project indeed has you covered with our very own guide on how you can have your own R content shared with R Weekly, as well as how you can get involved with the project, all available on our home site of rweekly.org. Have a great week, and we will be back with another batch of R Weekly highlights next week.